ready for the 2-2 two -two to Woodson, and here it comes, and it is swung out and missed! Welcome back. Is it episode eight or nine? This is episode eight. Episode eight. Episode eight and our ninth installment, right? Yes. All right, there it is. That's why we get confused. That's why we get confused. This is why I keep you around. Uh, well, you know. No. So here we are. Episode eight, ninth installment. I'm Aaron. I'm Ed. And this is a special episode for me. Why is it so special, Aaron? I want to dedicate this episode to my dad. Yes, sir. So, this week, uh, the reason we didn't record yesterday, as we normally try to do on Tuesdays, um, it was the four-year anniversary of my father passing away. So, we were celebrating as a family and just being together, and uh, it was really good. Do you think he's still mad at me for breaking his chair? I think you're probably forgiven for that. Yes. Um... So, just to get the this show started, just to have a moment with something that I think my dad would have enjoyed, and anybody who knew my dad that's listening, I think will enjoy this a little bit. Um, what was your favorite moment with my dad? Dude, there's so many good Craigley moments. <laughs> um, that's a great question. The, um, the Oompa Loompa <laughs> swishy pants. Yeah, that was, that was always key. Or the... Uh, the uh, the hose where he did the vacuum hose elephant like <laughs> I don't even know what that was about he was just he was something I think my favorite Craigley moment is uh, he came to one of our flag football games yeah and uh, I got beat bad in that game on yeah. uh, on the line okay and I walk off the field and he goes yeah, you're going to hurt in the morning. You got bad. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Craig. I believe it. I, I, I like it. So my favorite moment, uh, just in hindsight of everything that happened and all that, um, Danielle and I, we kidnapped my dad when we were in Florida for a wedding. I remember this. And we were trying to go to Fort Myers Beach to go have oysters and adult beverages on the beach. And traffic was so bad trying to get to Fort Myers Beach from Fort Myers. We literally just pulled off on, like, right before we got to the bridge to get over to Fort Myers Beach. We just pulled over at this rando restaurant, and we just decided to get drinks there because we were tired of waiting in traffic. And my dad got, like, king crab or something, stone <laughs> crab. I don't even know what he got. He's so pissed because he ordered, like, these crab claws, and he gets small crab claws. And he's just like, I don't know what this is. Um, I think he was having margaritas with us that day. Um, but had, had we, I, if, if you do that, oh my God, that's twice. So sorry. Get off, get the sound off your computer. Um, so if we hadn't kidnapped him and just decided to do that that day, um, I don't know. I just wouldn't have that last memory before everything happened the way that it happened. So it was just really cool to have that. And I just wanted to take the time that I have on this forum to just kind of celebrate my dad. So he probably listens to us on Stitcher. <laughs> he's he's actually still waiting for us to be on Spotify. Yeah, he probably. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> put in a, put in a word, Dad. That'd be yeah, great. Help us out. <laughs> We're really trying to get on Spotify here. So. Anyway, just wanted to do that, so sorry to get so sentimental with you guys, but um, just wanted to take that opportunity to remember my dad and have, For sure. have a laugh. So, For sure. Um, so, here we are, leading off with something other than FC Cincinnati for a change, because there are really good things happening right now, even if it's short term, with our Cincinnati Reds. So, yeah, man, there was like a six-game winning streak. There was a six-game winning streak. We have won seven of our last nine games. We are 5-2 and two on this just-ended-today West Coast road trip. We swept the Dodgers for the first time in L.A. since 1976. Um, hashtag Matt Harvey era. I think that's a thing, right? Yeah, the Black Knight has landed. Uh, he's here. Yeah. He is not in Gotham, but the Queen City, which is probably a better city, anyways. I mean, I mean I'm good with the it, same, but you know, 
you know, he's uh, he's two and zero. Well, he he's not two and zero. Did and he throw a no hitter? No, well, no, no. Oh. Um, he we are two and zero in the starts that he has started. Correct. He's not gone long enough to earn a win Correct. at this point. Um, here's just some quick stats right now on his two starts here uh, for Cincinnati. His first game. Um, and you can tell me if you pull the pitcher at this point, because I was irate watching the game at the bar across the street from my house. Okay. Um, four innings pitched, one hit, no earned runs, no walks, two strikeouts, 55 pitches. 32 of those were strikes. You pull him after four innings? He was on a pitch count, which he hadn't pitched since April, I think. I was going to say, they were probably still feeling him out. I was so mad. I probably would not have pulled him, no. I know no. they did it to get a pinch hitter in, and he was he was actually geared up to go back out. He was ready to go back out, but they wanted the pinch hitter instead. Um, if a guy's dealing like that, and you got to figure... Since April, it's not like he's never thrown a ball since April. I'm sure there's some simulated games in there. The guy's keeping his arm ready. They're not just going to throw him to the Wolves his first game with the Reds. You know Correct. what I mean? Like, they're not putting him out there if he's not physically ready to go out there. I think I give him 70 pitches, especially if he's dealing like that. Like, what are you doing? There's not much to be celebrated here. And granted, it worked out for the win, hindsight, 2020, all that, whatever. But if they hadn't won... I think we're all second-guessing Jim Riggleman at that point. That is correct. But I was so, so mad. Like, 55 pitches. It, what, it, 55. Like, I, literally, at the bar, that's how I was reacting. I imagine it, yeah. But And you probably told somebody you had a podcast. No. No? Okay. I did. I, yeah, I did, actually. I told the bartender. <laughs> and I expect you to do that, I sir. Mean, it's not like I met Ken Griffey Sr. And, and didn't we tell were going to get away from that, but, but that's cool. Um, and in, in his second game pitch today, four innings, seven hits, three earned runs, no walks, five strikeouts. Um, the three earned runs and in four innings, you know, that's not great. 77 pitches, 55 of those strikes. Um, so he had roughly about the same amount of um, balls in 55 pitches his first outing and 77 pitches today, which maybe is why he was a little bit more hittable today. Um, but in any case, I don't know. I mean, the guy came in with a 7.0 ERA. Uh, after his first stint, uh, his first game with us, uh, 6.1 ERA. Now it's up to a 6.17, but it's still like improved already. Very, very correct. Um, I still say he's playing loose. He's playing. He, he already said he's having fun out there, which is great. But he comes in with no expectations. Like we're already a terrible team, and this guy's coming onto a terrible team with everybody's like, great. If you can do anything at all, we can probably flip you. Well, and, and we talked about last week, he's going to be an upgrade, and already we've seen, you know, the impact that he's had. So, I mean, it wasn't a bad trade at all. I mean, no. what's what's Devin doing right now? Yeah. Bye-bye. I don't think he's doing anything. I mean, I'm a Devin fan, but I'm just saying, I don't think he's doing anything right now. In any case, I think it's safe to say it's been a great week for the Reds. That is very correct. So this week we have a special guest. We have uh, Sean Young, who is a weekly contributor for Locked On Reds. Kind of holds a special place in my heart as uh, he and I are fraternity brothers, uh, alumni of Wright State and uh, Barflies for Life. Um, You can check him out on Locked On Reds and uh, on Twitter. His Twitter handle is at Young. That's Y-O-U-N-G-927. Sean, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, you're our, like I said, you're our first like special guest outside of Ed's blood relative brother. Um, <laughs> it's an honor. <laughs> well, we're, we're happy you're here. You, you, never, you never forget your first time. That's what she said. That's what... Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so how is the, uh, it's, it's your first year, right? As a beat writer here for locked on reds and, uh, how's, how's yeah, um, it's going good. Um, I started maybe a couple days before, um, opening day. Um, I was listening to James Rapine's locked on reds podcast and he's just been saying, Hey, been looking for some writers trying to get this off the ground. I emailed him, he emailed me back and probably five minutes and then so give me a sample 
he gave him a sample. He read it. And he's like, all right. Excellent. That's, that's really cool. You know, it's, uh, both of us kind of going on this venture right about the same time, um, for, you know, yeah. our, our sports media careers here. So that's, uh, that's really cool. You feel like you've been getting some good feedback. Uh, yeah, so far, uh, more so on Twitter than initial comment section, um, on the website. That's um, I haven't run into, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, for, fortunately so far, Twitter has been pretty nice to me. Excellent. Um, I can see, I've seen, I've seen how it can rear its ugly head sometimes. So, uh, you aren't kidding fortunately me. I haven't, haven't, <laughs> I haven't had to deal with that yet. Well, um, kind of switching gears, you know, like I said, we're, we're glad you're here, but we, we do have you here to talk a little bit less about ourselves and a little bit more about our, uh, Cincinnati Reds. So yeah, with, red legs. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel about this season so far without getting into the recent success? Um, it's been very disappointing because this was supposed to be the year where you saw the rebuild sort of stop becoming a rebuild and start winning games. And I didn't expect them to even, you know, finish above 500 for the season. Same. Um, but I certain I certainly did not expect them to get off to the awful start that they got off to. Record breaking. Um, yeah. And not in a I good mean, way. No, and it, I mean it's so bad. Like I'm, I'm sure you guys heard uh, Joey Votto go on record and say that he's sort of getting tired of losing as well. Um, and and he's, then he's, you know, Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know how much of that apology was coerced or if he actually meant it. Um, but I don't think he should have had to apologize for telling the truth. I mean, he knew when he gave that interview that management wasn't going to like what he had right. to say, as he said. Right. management isn't going to like what I have to say here. Yeah, but he's achieved the status on the team where I think he can really say whatever he wants. Exactly. And get away with you. It's not like Alex Blandino out there saying that stuff. Correct. I mean, I don't know that there's anybody else on the team who's earned that outside of him. No. And, you know, I mean, I can see where he's coming from, though. He's he's in his 30s. He, he has... He doesn't have as much time left. He said he's been with this organization for 17 years. Yeah. And he, I think he takes it personal. Because well he, he said, you know, yeah, he said, I came here as a kid. I grew up here. And, you know, it, it, you can tell it bothers him. And I actually like to see that in players where if you watch the Bengals, sometimes in a season where you know they're not going to go to the playoffs, kind of seems like they go through the motions and Everybody they're just, just okay with it. in the towel, right? Yeah. So well, it's it's nice to see a fire lit under Joey that way. Well, and, you know, kind of getting to that fire, there were some things that kind of built some of this fire that the rest of the team is sharing right now. Um, we, you know, fired Brian Price, which was a yeah. long time overdue, in my opinion. <laughs> um, and, you know, I mean, what are what are your thoughts on the managerial change as far as that all goes? Well, I mean, it's hard to hold it against Brian Price because you couldn't resurrect Sparky Anderson to come manage this team and – them win as many games as, as Brian Price has. Um, you talk to anybody over a pretty... 60 and they don't understand why Sparky Anderson yeah. is. <laughs> but but uh, I think he was given kind of a raw deal. I think he was going to be the fall guy in all of this. Um, but given the opportunity to lead and manage, no matter how bad the situation might be, I think every play, or every person given that opportunity is going to take it even if right. they know the odds are stacked against them, even if the front office for since 2014 has made it plain to see, like, we don't plan on competing, or we at least don't plan on getting you players that can be any better than, you know, Bronson Arroyo and Scott Feldman and Tim Adelman and Asher Wojciechowski. And there, I mean, there was a point last year where those four names right there filled out your entire starting lineup. Which is wild that, in know, hindsight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bronson Royal was 40. So, it, 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 it blew my mind. So it's it's kind of, and it's kind of hard to blame it on Brian, but now that I see Riggleman and some of the lineups that he comes up with and, you know, his him not being afraid to pull the pitcher, even though they don't have, you know, their pitch count might not be very high, but you can tell when a pitcher's starting to get gassed and if you yank them, you put a new, uh, you know, a new fresh arm in. 
that can keep you in the game instead of waiting for your starting pitcher to implode and then reacting to it. Um, so there's there's that difference, I'd say, between Riggleman and Brian Price. Um, other than that, it's been sort of hard to tell. I think what's really helped the Reds start to win ball games is they have healthier players now where Suarez was on the DL at the beginning of the year, Shepler was on the DL at the beginning Absolutely. of the year, and uh, I think you were they were counting on them to be a big part of their offense. Well, not to mention we're going to be adding uh... – you know, Anthony Disclefini here shortly, if all goes according to plan, along with uh, Michael Lorenzen. Yeah, and, I mean, and the, the bullpen's been outstanding lately. I think that's contributed a lot to their success, at least on this West Coast road trip that they've wrapped up today. Now, and bullpen there's, there's at least last week, correct? Yeah, yeah, and, I mean, there's at least three players that I know off the top of them, just, just trying to remember off the top of my head, that have an ERA under two. Which is I mean, phenomenal. It's been for forever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how long has it been? That's been like the, the absolute worst position the Reds have had, you know, 2014, 15, and 16. So for them to turn around and, you know, pitch how they've been pitching this season, it's, it's encouraging. That's for sure. So, you know, some of the things that caused this recent success that you just started to allude to is we did trade what's looking to be a giant cancer at this point in Devin Mazzaracco. <laughs> because yeah. he brought the Dark Knight in, and he's been the second coming. Now, do you really yeah. mean that, or yeah. are you just upset because <laughs> your wife really loves him? I mean, she loves him. Right, like, okay. Uh, My wife loves Tucker Barnhart. Well, I mean, what is it with wives and catchers? It? It's I, the I don't know. It's, it's the beard. It, I, I think it is that. I think I think it is that. She convinced me to grow a beard. Well, but uh, every time... I don't know what it is with him, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't know either. I can't see it. No, no. But so, what are your thoughts on the on the trade itself, though? Um, I mean, for whatever reason, people were upset about it. But I think since we haven't seen a, a winning baseball team in so long that you, you you kind of stop getting upset about losing games and you find other things to get mad about. At least Reds Twitter does. And mm-hmm. I didn't understand the outrage over it That's because why not? Why not see? Why not see what you got? Right. I mean, Ed's part of it. Yep. Red's Twitter, so you might be offending him a little bit here. Oh, but, uh... Sorry, Ed. <laughs> no, it's okay. I overreacted, and I'm good with it now. <laughs> All um, right, good. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, so we talked last week. I don't know if you listened to, to the podcast last week or not, but we we talked last week about it being basically a, uh, you know, a low-risk, high-reward trade for us. I mean, would you concur as far right. as that assessment goes? Oh, yeah, absolutely, because – you know, say he even say he becomes half as good as what he was in his prime. I think you could flip him for a middle of the road prospect. I think more than you could have flipped uh, Devin um, Devin Mesoraco for because Especially he's last playing year every contract. four or five days. Yeah, last year was contract. I mean, I mean, I, I think in a in a trade, Matt Harvey would be more valuable. Absolutely, but he has he has to build that trade value up. Um, I watched, was able to watch a little bit of the game today, and he looked really hittable um, compared to his last start. He only went four innings again. Um, right. So it, he's going to have to go deeper into games and show some signs of life because um, today he kind of looked like the pitcher he was with the Mets this year, and that won't turn out very well. I don't disagree with any of that, and, you know, luckily we have the bullpen right now that could support that uh, with the success of the West Coast road trip that we had here. Um now, you kind of said, you know, we could potentially flip him if, you know, this doesn't work out or if it does work out. Either way, um, we have the, you know, a, a capability of flipping Matt Harvey. Who else do you think that the Reds could potentially flip as we start kind of edging closer to that all-star break and, you know, the trade deadline that looming is looming, you know, near that? Well, I'll, I'll start with who I think could bring the most back, so – um, to me, I will view this season as a complete failure if Bryce Glacius is still on the roster come August 1st. Um, I said that teams, since the beginning of the season, yeah. Yeah, you know, teams in the past have paid a premium for even a half season of a decent closer. Um, look what the the Yankees got back for Roldis Chapman just to turn back around and re-sign him that very next year. Well, and um, kind of another I point know is, this, why why do you need a closer if – 
You're not you don't. winning games. I, yeah, <laughs> you, you don't. It's, it's, a, it's a luxury that good teams can afford, but bad teams need to take advantage of and get better players for. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, they were, they were rumored to the Twins this offseason, um, trading possibly – trading Rysol Iglesias to the Twins. Um, and I think for him, he's got – I think he's a free agent through 2020. He's only owed $5 million next year and $5 million the following year. So he's cheap, and he's been lights out this year. So, I mean, you you got to ask for the world and then some if you're the Reds. Um, I think the problem is – yeah, exactly. I think the problem is in certain situations – the ownership gets too attached to a player. Um, I know I heard reports this offseason that Bob Castellini didn't want to trade Billy Hamilton, and they had the deal worked out, um, possibly to the Giants. Right. And I don't know if he stepped in and said absolutely not, but I know he was not. He's not a fan of trading Billy. Um, well, yeah, Bob has has been like notorious for not wanting to trade fan favorites. I mean, I know. Um, right. Back during, when we had the All Star Game here in Cincinnati, right after the the All Star Game, there was a setup for Todd Frazier. I don't remember where to, and Bob just came in the room and said, "Nope, not doing it." And so, yeah, I mean, and it's ridiculous. If you want to rebuild, then rebuild. You know, exactly. You can't you can't rebuild and say, "I'll, I'll trade everybody but this guy and this guy and this guy." Right. Especially at this point. I don't think Billy Hamilton's going to bring as much back as he would have in the offseason because he's just proved even more this year that he cannot get on base. Yep. You know? So, so outside uh, of Rysel, is there anybody else that you think that we try to move in um, Billy now? Well, yeah, I, I would move Billy, and I wouldn't expect much back, honestly. Right. Um, but I, I'd listen to offers and um, see what you can get for him. Um, I... I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to move Scooter Gannett. Jeanette, um, he's kind of come on here lately, one player of the week last week. Um, four home runs, four I games. Know, yeah. yeah, I know. I think he had another one today. Uh, I know Robinson Cano for the Mariners, who are you know, still in contention, he got hit with an 80-game suspension. He plays second base. And by the time he comes back, he won't be eligible for the postseason should the Mariners make it. So I think you have to do your due diligence and call them and say, hey, we got a second baseman. Are you interested? Even if it's not Scooter, even if it's what do you think about Blandino so far that, you know, just, just kind of put right. feelers out there. But Maybe throw but, in a Homer um, Bailey contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'd say I, I'd consider Scooter um, – and maybe even at this point in the rebuild, you're to the point where you can start trading some of the minor league depth that you've built up. I think this is the most stacked that their minor leagues have been in I don't know how long. Um, maybe trade from the bottom of your, your minor leagues to to acquire some either somebody who's already on a major league roster um, or somebody who's in, in AAA close to the major leagues. I think – they should start considering that as well instead of just trying to catch lightning in a bottle and, you know, sign this guy and flip it for Luis Castillo or, you know, whatever. That's not always going to work. You know, for every Luis Castillo you trade for, you're going to get about 10 rookie Davises back. So as, you know, we move forward, we're a 25% through the season at this point. Um, you, what do you think there is to look forward to this year at this point as we're all kind of grasping at straws? You know, it's mm-hmm. been exciting to watch a six-game win streak. It's great to see they've won seven out of nine now. But what is there to look forward to now? Uh, I think you could look forward to maybe Nick Senzel being called up. Um, as you mentioned earlier, um, Di Scafani coming back, mm-hmm. um, Lorenzen coming back. Um, maybe seeing, I mean, if you, if, if you even care about this, seeing what Reds make the all-star game. Um, I think Suarez has made a good case to maybe not start at third base, but at least be a reserve. Um, I think you'll see some, you I mean, at least one Red has to make it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but I think if it comes down to it where, you know, one team needs represented or 
each, you know, the NL needs represented at least by one player from the Reds. I the think participation they trophy. Iglesias. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, you could also then, make – there's also an argument to be made for some of the guys out of our bullpen in, you know, Amir Garrett or oh, yeah. uh, some of the other guys and that it, are sub two. And it actually makes me sort of, sort of angry that they didn't try Amir in the starting rotation. Well, they did the same thing with Iglesias. This year. Yeah, but Iglesias, they moved, you know, they said he had shoulder problems. He right. can't carry the workload. Right. Um, I've never heard anybody say that about Amir. Um, I'd like to see him in the future get another crack at the starting rotation, but well, I think Michael they're going to start treating him. Yeah, exactly. That's why I, I was just hearing to say that. I think they're going to treat it like Lorenzen where, yeah, we'll just try this out in the bullpen. If you have even – at least a little bit of success, then you're just kind of you kind of pitching your pigeonhole yourself there um, into that bullpen role. Um, but um, you can always look forward to the trade deadline, like we discussed. Right. Um, and then after that, well, you know, um, I'm excited to see what you know the rest of this season has in store for you know our Cincinnati Reds. But no, we uh, we absolutely thank you for your time today, and uh, we're happy that you were able to join us as, like I said, our first guest. And uh, anything you got, Ed? No, just a big thank you. So Not again, you can check out Sean Young, a weekly contributor for Locked On Reds. Check him out at www.lockedonreds.com. Also on Twitter at s young y o u n g nine two seven. Thanks again. So, switching gears here, um, FC Cincinnati. Not a great weekend for the football club, but there is a match going on right now. Um, before we get to the match that's currently ongoing, correct? Um, we we did lose four to one to Charlotte Independence, so that's the bad news. Um, Danny Kunig scored in the fifty-first minute. I believe that's his second goal of the season. Um, but we're still in first place. Um, seventeen. You're not first, you're last. <laughs> we already went through that. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> seventeen points uh, thus far for the football club, uh, Cincinnati, and uh, currently we are playing Detroit City in the U.S. Cup match. So it's not going to actually go towards points, I don't believe. In hey, Aaron. Yeah. You know who's from Detroit? Eminem. Kid Rock. No, Touche. Yep. We are going to go to that concert. Yes. I please continue. I don't even know what to think about that concert. Well, it happens. Point. Bunch of hillbillies. Well, stop that. <laughs> go ahead with FC Cincy. I'm trying to accept my inner hill. I don't know. Um. So yeah, they're playing currently. Uh, looks like the 110th minute, uh, three to one on Detroit City. So here we are in the U.S. Cup match. Um, last year we did really, really well as we made it all the way to the semifinals in the U.S. Cup, even beating the Columbus Crew. Uh, yeah, we we beat a lot of teams actually to get to that. Yes, point. we did. Uh, so I think three, two or three different MLS teams. There's at least there. two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, obviously they're they're hungry to try and repeat some of that success this season, like this season. Um, Emery Welshman scored in the 35th minute and the 99th minute. Um, I believe those are his first two goals this season. And Corbin Bone scored. This is fourth goal in the last five matches. Um, he scored in the 94th minute. So, like I said, I mean we we're still in first place, 17 points, still the best start to an FC season that we've ever had in our what three years of existence at this point and uh as far as the standings go at 17 points we're actually tied with charleston battery um so i don't i mean nine games in nine matches in and uh what do you think is as far as the the success even after a loss and you know looks like what tonight is going to end up being a, a win barring some crazy comeback here in the, the final Yeah, I was going to say minutes. it's 3-1 to one FC right now in overtime. Against Detroit City. Detroit, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, no, I mean, like we said, we just have to keep building off the success, you know? we got to keep proving to the MLS that we belong, we belong in the league. 
Yeah, I mean, and, you know, kind of speaking of that, they did just today, actually, um, earlier this evening. Oh, yeah. They got the, the final piece in place for them to be considered for an MLS bid. Um, you know, just kind of looking at the details on the agreement that came between the West End Council and uh, City, um, if you're internet decides to work and I can read some of those those deets um, unless they edited that particular article this is you know maybe me filibustering a little bit well you know how that is you know with that kind of stuff uh, yep speaking of which while you're looking that up Houston's up 64 to 45 over the Golden State Warriors I'm so mad at everything right now in in the NBA um so the only thing that I remember on this um I'm gonna go off memory after having read the article from the Enquirer uh basically for the next oh oh wait a minute what is, what is that we're getting a phone call go on wish this would have come while I was trying to get this article same here let's go ahead and answer this go ahead uh thank you for calling pardon the punctuation caller you're live oh am I you are how are you guys how are you doing this evening Doing well. Good. Uh, just settling back, watching a little bit of playoff basketball here while I'm looking at the voting process here at the, the basketball tournament. Okay, and go I'm on. And uh, Bearcat Jam is just just keeps climbing. Yes, sir. And yes, I'm sir. Just calling in to say thank you to not only you guys, but thanks to everybody that has again gotten on, gotten a part of this. It is Can snowballed we, into something really. It, it sounds really like huge. we might be speaking with a celebrity here with the actual tournament. Can Can you give us your name, sir? <laughs> this is Melvin Levitt. The this helicopter is live on the line. Uh, yes, man. You think I was going <laughs> to let that opportunity pass up, man? I know. I way. saw the number. I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and do this and see if it actually will happen. From the and Rafters, here he's here with us. I I I have. Dropped from the rafters, man. <laughs> thanks for getting me on here. Hey, Appreciate no it. problem. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for giving us the opportunity to, you know, promote what you have going on. We're really excited um, that it's going to be our first opportunity to, you know, go out and show face with uh, our first press passes. And okay. uh, no, we're we're really excited to help you guys out. And uh, you know, as good stuff. So you guys are going to be there. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Wow. Wow. That's nice. I'm, I, that's that's big because again, being in, in the region you know that we're in and being as close to Cincinnati that we are, you know, it's going to be nice to to have a, a a media base where we're going to be able to you know get people instant information about what's going on. Absolutely, and right. anything that we can do to help you out, you know, as far as any of that goes, you know, we'd like to see if we can't do any type of uh you know one on one time with anybody who's available at that point. Yeah, we're going to start getting guys in, and, and definitely I'm going to start going ahead and hooking guys up um, with you guys as far as, you know, your your sites and things like that. And definitely when they get here in town, here in the next several weeks, you know, going into June, uh, as we start to do a little bit of preparing, uh, we'll definitely get these guys to you guys wherever you are at your locations, man, and, and do some sit-down stuff and things like that. Sounds fantastic. Well, uh, anything that we can do to help you out, please don't hesitate to ask. And uh, we definitely thank you for the call. I know you were on with Mo earlier, and uh, you know, busy, busy day, busy time for you. So that was that was a great hit, great hit, man. Just trying to get in as much as we can, get in as much promotion as we can about it, get the word out, you know, as much as we can. So if I can see you guys here anytime soon, you know, we'd love to, you know, really come in and spend some time on some newer things that we got coming up. Yes, we sir. Have, uh, camps, clinics, you know, and a couple other promotions that we got going on. So we'd love to talk about those things. Excellent. Well, uh, we'll be in touch then, and, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll work something out. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for the call, sir. Thank you, Colin. No doubt. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was unexpected. That was completely unexpected. Caught us way off guard, but I was not going to let him just start giving a promotion without saying who he was. No, absolutely. And, and I mean, that just proves guys, he's out there trying to get this team. He's trying to get them, um, in the news. He's trying to get them 
promoted. Um, you know, let's just jump into it. They're right. in second place in the um, in the standings for the Midwest. Yes, sir. Um, I was going to give you a number of how many votes, but now I'm kind of starstruck. Um, <laughs> Melvin's, he's like... He's yeah, everywhere, man. Idols, He's dude. everywhere. Uh, yeah, 680 supporters right now. Uh, second place in the Midwest. Um, you know, they got Andre Tate coming on as an assistant coach. Um, he's uh, reached out to Trisha Mackey as an assistant coach. And if you don't know Trisha Mackey, she coaches, I think, uh, men's and women's uh, AAU basketball. And they call themselves the Royals. All right. All That's right. Like, I believe. Um, I, I, I believe that, but. they've also reached out at this point to Justin Jackson to see if uh, he has any interest in playing. He put it out to you, Ed, right? He says he's going to play. Yeah, it's Justin, not. It's not been officially announced, so we can't. Yeah, Melvin uh, was uh, looking for him on Facebook, and a bunch of people. Uh, they uh, found him. Yeah, they. They. You know, what do you call that? When put you, it out to the Facebook army, and they yeah. will find him. And so I, was, I asked him, said, Justin, you know you want to play with this. <laughs> and he said, yeah, I'm, I'm there. So, Well, excellent. You know, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a really good time right now to be a Bearcat fan. Oh, um, totally. And I don't know. I'm, obviously, I'm a little biased, but I think, you know, kind of looking at some of the other squads that these guys are lining up, I think it's going to be a fun game if we get – I saw some of the smack talk already coming Kentucky? from Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know – I saw Aaron Kraft, I believe, in an Ohio State picture for the Ohio State team. The, so the Scarlet and, and Red team. I was going to talk about that. In my Scarlet uh, and Gray team. Well, that's right. yeah. I was going to talk about that in my uh, in my uh, rounding third, but at we'll, one point we'll, we'll get there. Then that's fine. Okay, we can get there. I know everything's kind of thrown off a little bit when you have an unexpected caller who is legit a celebrity at this point in the city, being that sure. he's the face of this team. He's the helicopter man. He, I, I yelled it. but we'll definitely uh put the link uh to vote in our um episode description i'll tweet it i've been tweeting it every day i believe um we'll put on the facebook page too so all you guys continue to go out there and vote sounds like melvin's a supporter of the podcast i love that not only did he catch us off guard by calling in but we caught him off guard by telling him that we were going to be there yes and that's excellent i i think he loves it (laughs) Uh, so um yeah I'm loving this. That's so everybody. Yes, thank you, Mel, for calling in. Everybody, get out there and support them. Vote. Um, and let's let's get this let's get this thing going. I'm first place by the end of next week. I'd be good with that. I'm down. Kind of moving from Bearcat Jam. Then let's go right into Bearcats. What kind of Bearcats news you got for us this week, Bub? So not much on the Bearcat front, um, except, except for there was the draft lottery last night. Okay. And in that draft lottery... Phoenix won. Yes, and we found out what order some of the teams will be picking. So, as we all know... Mock uh, drafts go nuts. And Jacob Evans was invited to the Combine. Um, we talked about that last week. You yeah. know, other people weren't, like Trayvon Blewett. But, you know, hey, it's okay. It's all right. Gary so, Clark. I was... Yeah, that... Sorry. We'll see. He's no, a problem. We'll see. Yeah, he's a problem. It's people fine. are scared of him. He's a problem. But uh, some of the... Mock draft predictions that came out today. Um, I just put down a list of some of them. Uh, the Ringer uh, has Justin. I'm sorry, Justin. Oh, what in the world is going on now? Go ahead. We got one more phone call coming in, and we'll get back into this if I can get it. Caller, you're on. Pardon the punctuation. Hey, this is Pete. Yeah, Pete. Hey. I wanted to know what you guys thought about Scooter Jeanette, if he's going to be here for a while, or are we going to trade him? Uh, here's Seattle needs a second baseman. Maybe we trade him out to them or whatnot. Uh, that is a, uh, a, valid thi- uh, a, a valid place where actually we could move Scooter uh, with Robinson Cano being suspended for 80 games. We actually had Sean Young on the line earlier with us. Um, he came in as a special guest and uh, actually discussed that move uh, potentially to the Mariners. It's definitely a phone call that you have to make. Um, right now in the rebuild process, um, yeah, you, you can't rule anything out, uh, especially when you have a guy like Scooter who – He's had a very hot bat right now. You always sell high. And uh, we're in a huge rebuild. 
So what would you think we would get back for him? Um, I mean, obviously you hope that you get back some, uh, some prospects and, uh, you know, just kind of find something to rebuild the farm and uh, get some pitching's been the big glaring need as well as outfielders. We got a couple outfielders that can't really hit right now uh, in both hey. Billy Hamilton and uh, Adam Duvall. Granted, he had the the home run today and he had a, a walk off the other night, but batting under two hundred is not great. Yeah, I mean the Mariners they definitely have outfielders in their prospects. Well, let's hope uh, if they do start making some moves like this that, you know, we can get some of those pieces back. So we definitely thank you for your call, though. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, what an interesting night it's been. Um, Definitely thank you, Pete, for the call and kind of getting back to the draft lottery that you were talking. Yeah, so, and thank you again, Pete, for the call. I know sometimes my microphone doesn't pick up during the phone call, so... Hey, um, so we had the ringer having uh, Jacob Evans, number 20 to the Timberwolves. Uh, Sporting News, number 22 to Chicago. CBS Sports, number 27 to Boston. Uh, Sports Illustrated, number 23 to Indiana. Barstool Sports, number 26 to Philly. And uh, SB Nation coming in hot at number 19 to Atlanta. So, hate Boston. And it's for many reasons. Okay. A, it's Boston. Like, they're a heralded franchise, blah, blah, blah. They're kind of... Boston always wins, period. Like, in the NFL, they win. In hockey, they win. In basketball, they win. Like, I'm so tired of Boston. Okay, then. Kyrie went there, and Kyrie sold out on... LeBron James. Oh, so it's just a LeBron James thing. No, okay. not really, because right. no, I, I, I didn't like them. Even, one of my favorite players of all time was Kevin Garnett, and Kevin Garnett went out there. Hey, anything is possible. I, I did love him winning one. Anything is possible! That guy played with a ferocity un- that's unmatched. He's amazing. Really. Um, but Paul Pierce, I never got on the Paul Pierce train. Like, Rajon Rondo, eh. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, I just plus my father-in-law likes them, and I have to hear about that all the time. So I don't want. Him I hope to your father doesn't listen to the podcast. He does. Okay, well then, hey, I'll have to How's hear all going? about it. All right, well, had to hear all about LeBron James losing last night. Well, we'll get into that later. I have to hear from one at work about LeBron James every time we talk bad about him. So yeah, well, I'm here. I. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Where do you think he ends up landing? Because, I mean, I'd be okay with Philly. Uh, I'd be way okay with Minnesota. They have a young core there that's doing some big things. That's pretty cool. Well, obviously being, you know, the Bearcat fan I am, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a huge fan of him showing up in Chicago and playing with SK. I actually love that as well um, because that would be a very young core for them to kind of command. And only a five-hour drive for us. That's not far. And even closer, Indiana, Indiana, yep. and playing with my boy Lance because uh, he's my guy. <laughs> yep. But I've heard. he could also give Indiana that missing piece to okay. get over that hump. So well, I have, I don't. Could you see Jacob Evans with, and I'm going to screw up his name, Oladipo, 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 Victor Oladipo, and yep. learning underneath him. I mean, he's not going to start if he goes there, though. It would be my concern. Well, that's true, but. I don't know. In any case, that's the uh, the mock drafts where they have him going, so we'll see how it all ends up playing out. But now we're moving on to punctuation pardons, as we've been pardoned by several uh, phone calls, which definitely keep them coming. We, we appreciate it. Melvin Levitt, complete surprise. Pete, also a surprise. I love it. I, I'm I'm super stoked. I hope it doesn't wreck all. The, I hope it doesn't wreck the conversation we had going, and then try to get back into. And you know, it, it, it'll be fine. We'll figure it out. Pete, I mean, you threw week. us off because Melvin Levitt threw us off. We didn't mean for it to come off if it sounded terrible when we were like, "Oh, hey, Pete." Didn't know you were calling to talk about <laughs> I think Scooter we were also trying to figure out if we knew. Pete. We we did because we did the same thing with Melvin Levitt where he started like, talking. I'm like. Hold on, is that is this actually Melvin Levitt? You should have seen the look on our faces. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, so. We we are trying to decipher this as we go. We're still learning. So again, thank you for the calls, callers. Yes, thank you very much. Punctuation pardons. We yes, did actually sir. have some this week. 
Yes, so we got a voicemail yes. um, from Joe Segbers, a okay. friend of mine from when I took Frisbee golf at Cincinnati State. Go ahead with it. Yes, that's a college course. So here's his, his <laughs> punctuation pardon. This is uh, Joe Segbers. Uh, I have a pardon for last week. Uh, Ed, you didn't say anything about how the beds were in Chicago. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, Ed did not say anything about the beds in Chicago. How were they since Anthony Rizzo hates our beds? I, this is is your back. back okay? No, my back's fine. I loved it. That's that's couple. crazy. We got, we didn't upgrade, so maybe that's why. Maybe I mean maybe maybe the beds are so good in Chicago. That and it was a Marriott, just, so. Yep. Well, I would think that. I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah. but Joe probably the, the same beds. They probably are. They're probably the same manufacturer. I hope his back still hurts. It, it probably does. Uh, but Joe, yeah, no, the beds were comfortable. Um, I got. A good night's sleep. Uh, woke up early in the morning and fought with Best Buy over a GoPro. Um, but I was able to win that fight thanks to the great night's sleep I got in the bed in Chicago. Go. So, and you know, I'll play more baseball. <laughs> a lot more baseball. So, do we have any other? Yeah, we got two more pardons. Uh, pardons from Joe on. Uh, He's all over us on Twitter. I know, right? Dang, Joe. Uh, Joe said uh, that last week we said. We gave the wrong number of rings and final wins for Kobe. Kobe had five rings and seven finals. Ah. So. Five. What did we say, six? I can't remember what we said. I think, we, I think we're confused. Yeah, that's fine. He didn't get the MJ. He, um, he, no, he did not. So. All right. Thanks for the correction, Speaking of Joe. MJ, did you hear uh, ESPN and HBO coming together? I did. For ten one hours. Hour, oh, is it ten hours? Ten hours. A ten hour documentary. Of MJ with his consent. Yes. I'm down. Let's do that. I'm actually really excited about this. The other You have so many noises harder. coming from that computer. I think today. I muted that one, to you be honest with you. You didn't mute anything. It's fine. Nope. No, I didn't. Sorry. I don't know why it's going on with that tonight, but we'll get it fixed. Um, he also said that at one point we were talking about the top five greatest moments at GABP. And we mentioned that both, I mentioned that both of Bailey's no hitters came from GABP. Um, but one actually came at GABP, uh, that was against the Giants in 2013. And the other? And in 2012, the first one was in Pittsburgh. Wah, wah. So I failed on that one. I still don't know what the fifth greatest moment is. So, Well, just be better. I'll, I'll be better next time. Be better. Yeah. All right, so rounding third, we're Let's here. We made it to the questions. And if we have any more additional questions that come in, we'll go right ahead and interrupt and get back to it. So um, going back to FC real quick, the only stat that I had that I thought was in – that I can remember off the top of my head, thirty like $30,000 a year, $300,000 a year, there is a three and lots of zeros after it are going to be donated for – Maybe it's only maybe it's a hundred it's a hundred thousand dollars a year for thirty years donated from FCC to the West End. That's good for um, different organizations that they have there. They're putting money into the community, so that's right. good. They said they wanted to basically just they didn't have to take this meeting on, and they just wanted to just be proactive about yep. it. Also, um, also FCC, um, mm-hmm. Brandon just told us uh, final four to one. Four to one. They yes, scored sir. again. Yes, sir. Wow. Who was it? Did they say? He didn't say. All right. Fair enough. All right. So, rounding third. Go ahead. Okay, so I'll go first. Yes, sir. Um, you could go pro in one sport. What is it? Is it right now or when I was actually in shape and capable of being on a pro team? Yeah, we'll say like right after high school. All right. So, in my current body or... Your high school body, in an, I don't... In an average player at that position. You haven't been body. lifting that much. Let's go ahead. What I'm saying is I wouldn't make it in the NBA at this height. Oh, that's a good point. Or at this weight. That's a good point. Like, that's awful. Nope, not happening. Um, at football, I don't know that... Again, wouldn't make it at this height, this weight, at any position that I'd have interest in playing. Um, hockey is not anything that I'd have any interest in. Soccer, same thing as far as, like, actually playing. So that, I guess, leaves me with baseball. Um, great thing about baseball is if you make it to the pro level, all the money is guaranteed. That's so, true. Um, and, and they play 162 games. You're busy all the time. Great. Whatever. Um, it's in the summer. 
I mean, it is. You know, play more games. Yeah, a lot more games. <laughs> you could probably be a catcher, too. My back would never hurt because no. I'd have a great bed here in probably the would. city of Cincinnati. One of those ones out of the box. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it would have to be baseball. All right. So. All right. Um, so, MJ versus LeBron. What about him? Who's better? Is it? We're not doing this. Well, I'm asking you. All right. Is it a fair question? Okay. Or not? Because of the eras that they both played in, and because Correct. of the positions that they both play. Mm-hmm. And I did want to give a shout out to Greg Bowling, who wanted me to ask who's better, MJ LeBron. I wanted to put our own twist on it because everybody asks those questions, that question. So here we are with a question inspired by Greg Bowling. But um, yeah. Um, Fair question or not because of the era and the positions that they play. So it's there's a there's a lot of factors, right? Mm-hmm. So MJ was not protected as much as LeBron is, or I should say, not just LeBron, but a lot of the stars in the NBA right now. Disagree, but go ahead. Okay, all right. Um, let's see. Also, back in the day, I mean, think of Detroit. Detroit, what? Detroit. If the rules that we had. Right now in the NBA, we're in place back when Detroit played. You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Um, before the malice at the palace, right? Mm-hmm. There's and the bad boys, exactly. That's what I was looking for. The bad boys. Yep. There's no way they would have ever played a game. Every single one of their players would have been suspended. Starting with game. Dennis Rodman, but then he Isaiah moved over Thomas. to Chicago. Isaiah Thomas, yeah. Um, Lampier? No. I can't remember. I get where you're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's just too many different, the game is different right now. And I think putting them together, maybe one-on-one street ball style. That's a better comparison. I don't know that you can compare the two. Okay. Because to my point of the question entirely, they played in different eras to your point. Um, that you were making as far as different rules and what have you. Um, hand checks, especially. Um, that rule has changed significantly since Jordan's era. Big time. Um, people like to say, oh, Jordan beat a whole bunch of Hall of Famers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, LeBron did beat Golden State. I mean, that might be the best team put together in the history of ever. So okay. I don't know that Jordan ever beat the best team in the history of ever. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be an ongoing debate. It but will forever be an ongoing debate. I think the fact that they are both in the conversation is everything that LeBron ever wanted. Do you remember Rocky Balboa? One of the newest ones, you know, when he's retired... Are you gonna? I was listening. Okay, all right. I was so, doing background music. <laughs> so remember how they did the um, the the statistical animations in that movie where it showed that Rocky would have beat the yeah, current yeah. star. Yeah. What if we get one of those together? I LeBron versus MJ in a virtual reality video. I game. don't think that that you can ever replicate what either of them would do in a situation against the other, knowing. The mindset of Michael Jordan, especially, that he always had to be the best. Like, I don't know, man. All right, then. We spent an awful lot of time on this question. Yeah, sorry so. about that. <laughs> uh, next question. Um, and I need to I need to get this one queued up. So go ahead and ask your question, please. All right. So, oh, I guess I asked this earlier, but stat line is 55 pitches, one hit, no walks, no runs, four innings. Do you pull them? Um, no, I still think I want to pull with him. I still think I would have seen, you know, what he has still in the tank. So mm-hmm. get a good gauge I'm out of him. Same exact, like I said, I already lost my mind. Yeah. I didn't expect to get into that in the first segment, but yeah. It same. happens. Yep. All right, my question. Yanny or Laurel? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you? I am, but it's not playing for some reason. Well, you've heard it. Is it Yanny, Yanny. or is it L'Oreal? Yanny. Yanny. I don't think it is. Yanny. 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 Yeah, I don't think I it is. Yanny. I don't think it is, my friend. That's fine. 
Well. Oh, you know why I didn't play? It was because <laughs> you muted. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready? <laughs> Laurel. Laurel. I still hate Yanny. Laurel. 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 I hear Laurel. I mean, I can hear both. I don't. I literally can hear both, but yes, I hear Yanny while at the same time hearing Laurel. 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 Yep, it's just high pitch, low pitch frequencies, blah, blah, blah. blah. That's what they're saying. All right. So, kind of staying on my NBA topic. All right. LeBron's down two to nothing after getting injured last night in the second quarter, after having a 21 point first quarter, after going 42, 12, and 10, triple double. Do they stand a chance? No. No? I'm just joking. Um, the playoffs don't start until somebody wins a game away, correct? Until somebody wins an away game. I don't understand that. So, theory. if Boston can win a game in Cleveland, playoffs are playoffs started. But, if you two games in Boston, they won the two games they were supposed to, Right. Right. Cleveland wins two games at home. They win the games you're supposed to, right? Back to 2-2. Nobody's up. So then you go back to Boston if Boston wins that one. All right. So we're at 3-2. Go back to Cleveland. They win that one. They're supposed to. Back to 3-3. Playoffs don't start until game seven at that point, right? So you're just saying that it's going to be the the, the home team's always going to win. Here we go again. Oh, man. We got another call. We're, We're hot tonight. Coming in hot. Caller, you're on the line with Pardon the Punctuation. What's happening? How we doing? Doing good. Watching uh, Houston ball. Yeah, we're we're seeing it. 74-64 right now. Yes, sir. What's your question, caller? I, question. I'm a Monster Cavs fan. Okay, me too. When the Cavs... When the Cavs don't win the series, where does LeBron go? We were just talking about the Cavs. Um, when the Cavs don't win the series, where does LeBron go? That's my question. I don't think he goes west. West doesn't make sense. I think that's career suicide for him to go to the west. Um, unless he goes to one of the two superstar teams out there in Houston or in uh, Golden State, which if he goes to Golden State, uh, I want to throw up. He- he goes to Golden State. I'm done watching the NBA. Same. There's no way he's going to go. I feel like if go- he goes west, it's got to be Houston. If not, dude, I don't know, man. If uh, if he stays east, I think it's going to be between Bo- I think it's between Boston, Philly. Honestly, I think Miami stands a puncher's chance, uh, being that he already was there. Um, and Cleveland might actually still have the best shot at keeping him. Um, and I know that's disgusting to say, and I don't know that – I think it's because he, there's not a better place for him to go at this point. Um, I want that for him. I mean, I'd love him to stay in Cleveland. As would I, actually. As would I. I just I, – I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I'm, I just – man, I don't know. I, I, we'll, we'll see how uh, how the cards fall. And, uh, yeah, no, we definitely – thank you for your call. What was your name, caller? Ronnie. Ronnie? Well, we appreciate yeah. it, Ronnie, and uh, cool. we'll get talking to you, man. All right, you guys take care. You All too. right, thanks for the call. Later. That was actually perfect timing with the NBA questions. So. It very much was. I think that was actually my next-door neighbor also that I should recognize his voice. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't – things sound so different. They sound different of, in yes. the headsets, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was – I think you're up. All right, then. Um, Let's see. Which one of these three food items... You get to choose one of these three food items to Mm -hmm. have for the rest of your life. rest of my life. So you eliminate two. You can't have those anymore. Yep. All right. Mm -hmm. Smoked brisket. Okay. Pulled pork. Okay. Or ribs. Ooh. I go pulled pork. Yeah. That's a good choice. Yep. Yep. Jason's mad right now. Still haven't had your brisket, bub. Yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law, yeah. Um, what is your most embarrassing sports injury moment? Mine? Yes. Oh. 
I don't have, I don't think I've had, oh, okay, no, yep, there it is. Yep, just thought of it. All right, remember, we used to play flag football, right? Mm-hmm. When the team stopped playing, I started playing for that other team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I line up left of center. Is this my last question? Do you have any? Yes, it is, because right. I had to go twice. Right. I line up left of center, and I'm usually supposed to grab the guy coming up the middle at that point. Mm-hmm. Kenny says he's going to grab the middle. Mm-hmm. So I go to change my foot movement so mm-hmm. I can get the guy on the left. Okay. Or coming in right, I guess. Coming in hot. Cam hikes the ball. Okay. I'm on one foot. Mm-hmm. Gentleman comes in hot. <laughs> Knocks me on my butt. I, yeah, that's Can we say you're... ass? I, I, yeah. Okay. Knocks me on my ass. All right. I hit the ground hard. Tailbone? Concussion. Oh. <laughs> oh. Concussion the, protocol, Edme Hall. <laughs> the ref came over and he said, you need to go sit out. So I'll sit out for a <laughs> he put you in concussion well, no, protocol. First, Kenny comes over <laughs> and he goes, you know, he's standing above me. Where are you? Where are you? And I'm like, uh, River's Edge? Yeah. No. I'm like, Soccer City? Soccer City's been closed for 10 years. It's still open. Game time? Soccer City's legit still open. Not, I'm sorry, Soccer World over right. there that used to be off of Waycross. You really had yeah. knocked out of you. You can't even remember I got it, this memory. I got it in the third try. <laughs> I tried to come back in and play one more play. It didn't work. Um, left the game. Called Michelle. Asked her if Urgent Care is still open at 11 o'clock at night. She said no. Went to Mercy Fairfield. Yeah. Diagnosed me with a mild concussion. Okay. The worst part is, and this is the part where you're going to laugh. Yep. My brother Greg was a senior in high school at the time. Mm-hmm. It was one of his friends. So I got knocked on my ass by a senior in high school. And it was going around to all of Greg's friends. He calls me up. It's like, did you really just get laid out by so-and-so? I sacked an NFL quarterback. You you did, and he didn't like it. But, he yeah, that's probably the so worst mad. because everybody, everybody knew about it. Well, um, that brings me into um, – we're actually going to have a new segment next week. We're going to try it out. Um, everybody's got this funniest thing that happened in the sports week, blah, blah, blah. We're actually going to call ours kickball collarbone. Reason being, I broke my collarbone playing kickball. Kickball collarbone. Yeah, we're going to work on that. Okay, all right, we'll try. Um, also, quick question. You excited yes, for Backstreet Boys' new single coming out on Friday? Say what? Backstreet Boys. Say new what? single. Didn't know this was happening. Coming out on Friday. I was never a big Backstreet Boys. Don't Go Breaking My Heart, which I feel Don't like is a... Breaking My Heart. I, I feel like they already came out with that. Somebody came out with that single, right? I mean, legit. Like, I feel like that was an actual single already. I'm looking it up right now because I do feel like that was a single already. I, I mean, it was Quit Playing Games With My Heart. Oh. Or there was the other one, which was like, I'll never break your heart. That one? Yeah. That was bad. That's fine. There was a song called Don't Go Breaking My Heart by Elton John. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> if that's the song they're redoing, don't go breaking my, don't go breaking my, I won't go breaking your heart. I, yep. You know, you know what it is, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. I mean, it sounds familiar. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's it. I forgot about that one. Nobody knows. Oh, Nobody yeah. Knows. Right from the start. Yep. Ooh. If they did, if they're redoing this song. <laughs> I like that's this fantastic. song. That's fantastic. All right. Stuff. That's it for rounding third. Last segment of the night. Thanks for sticking with us. There's been a lot of calls, been a lot of stuff going on. Thank you, Sean Young. Thank you, Melvin Levitt. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Ronnie. Lots of thank yous. Check us out. Facebook, Pardon the Punctuation. Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy. Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Phone number 513-818-2077. Feel free to call us anytime you want during the show, outside the show. doesn't really matter. Call us with your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes. Check us out at www.pardonthepunctuation.podbean.com. Hey, hey, looks like we got one more phone call in during that phone call. Get out of here. Yeah. We have a voicemail? Yeah. All right. Let's take a look at this one real quick while you're getting that beer out. 
Cincinnati, and uh, I'm just wondering, after last night's draft lottery, do you think the Phoenix Suns will take DeAndre Ayton or Trayvon Blewett or maybe a sleeper like J.P. McCura? Thanks. All right. I'm going to need these Xavier fans that may or may not be related to you. <laughs> it's a house divided. <laughs> it's a ho- I'm getting- How's your dad feel? My poor mom. <laughs> My poor mom. Because your dad's a UC fan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bill and Greg are Savior fans. Oh, me and dad are Cincinnati fans. Um, Greg, um, Blewett's not getting drafted. Um, I'll go with that one. Blewett's not getting drafted. Makara is not getting drafted. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Blewett's not getting drafted. Blewett's getting drafted. No, he's not. Blewett's getting drafted. It's a three-point league. Blewett's getting drafted. He'll go okay early I mean, second he will, round. He will eventually be in the league. I'll put it in that. He'll go early second round. Okay. Well, I and I that. hate Xavier. I could take that. I could take that. He he is. He's a great player. I'm not going to lie. I I was, you know, as much as I McCure is like, not getting drafted. No. No, no. He'll play in... Phoenix isn't taking any of them. He'll play in the basketball tournament next year. I don't know who Phoenix is taking, but it's not going to be a Xavier Musketeer. No. That's it for questions. Good Lord. All right. All right. So, what's an Ed's Fridge? Today, I have Haven. It's a Hefeweizen Ale. Um, by Braxton, out of Northern Kentucky here. Uh, 5.2% alcohol. 10 is the IBU. Store upside down and enjoy right side up. What? Trust us. I've been drinking those wrong. You have been. That's why the name is upside down. I just... Mind blown. Huh. I'll have to try that tomorrow. What you got? So I have one from Urban Artifact, which I believe is also I think a that's, Ohio brewery. I think that's Cavalier Distributing that takes care of that. Shout out Brandon Kunkel. Oh, that's right. He was asking us to take one of those. Um, it's called Squeeze Box. I was hoping that you'd choose this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I guess it's a throwback, you know, to the Squeeze Box days. Um, 8.5% alcohol by volume. Good Lord. Um, 8.5? What is a 3.5 pH? You say 8.5 yes, 8. pH? Um, that's the, like, acidity level, base level. Of, it's a pH balance level. Like the pool? Uh, I would yes, kind of like the pool. Well, it's a fruity tarty beer. So. In any case, we're gonna try them. That is a oh, that is a really banana beer, and your face looks like you just ate a warhead. Yep, wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me. All right. It's not bad. It's don't please don't take that reaction as it being bad. Squeeze box is good or no? It's a sipper. <laughs> I Eight, wasn't prepared. Eight point five percent. I told you. Wow. No, it's tart. <laughs> I mean, it's a good beer. Not gonna lie, I could drink this one on the patio by the fire. It's a good beer, but it's a sipper, and I took a large gulp. That's the show we got for you tonight. Thank you, Sean Young. Thank you, Melvin Levitt. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you, Greg. I guess. Anybody <laughs> else I'm forgetting? Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. All righty. Keep on rolling, baby.